Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 13 of All Stake No Sizzle, an honest, no BS look at life, sports, and entertainment. I am your host, Devin McKenzie, once again with some podcast gold. This episode is going to be a continuation of the topic that we brought up on last week's episode with Muhammad Sherry. We're going to be talking about the situation going on in North Dakota and at Standing Rock with the Dakota Access Pipeline. But on this episode, we have a, a very, very special young lady by the name of Frances. Frances is the young lady that put together the protest that me and Muhammad spoke of at the end of last week's episode. And we're going to talk to her and get her uh, viewpoint on the situation going on at Standing Rock and, you know, how she decided, how she put the protest together, why she decided to get involved. And we'll just get her thoughts and opinions on the entire situation. And speaking of Francis, Francis is a very talented singer. And as you heard on the past couple episodes, I've been uh, promoting a concert that she's going to be a part of, the Farmington Choir will be performing this Friday and this Saturday, people, December 16th and 17th at the Caustic Center in Farmington Hills, Michigan. That's on 11 Mile, just east of Middle Belt. Um, tickets will be $15. So it's going to be a good show. It starts at 8 p.m. And it's called Do You Hear What I Hear? You know, it's Christmas time. If you want to get into the Christmas spirit, hear some good uh, good Christmas music. Make sure you go check out Do You Hear What I Hear at the Caustic Center in Farmington Hills, Michigan at 8 p.m. on this Friday and this Saturday, December 16th and 17th. Like I said, tickets are $15 at the door. So go check it out. I've been to the Caustic Center before. It's a nice venue. Um, they, they, they always have good shows there. So go ahead, bring the family out and, and check out some good Christmas music. Um, on this weekend, I will actually, I'm recording this intro Wednesday and tomorrow I will be in the mean streets of Sacramento, California, checking out, uh, the UFC on Fox cart. I will, you know, give a, a, I'm not going to do a preview of this week's cart. Um, what I will do is I'll give, you know, like a, a breakdown once I get back of, you know, what happened, what I saw, some of the stuff I was able to get into. Um, I'm hoping that I'll get to the weigh-ins and be able to ask a few questions. I'm not sure who the Q&A guest is going to be yet, but hopefully you'll be able to hear your boy on uh, UFC.com. But uh, like I said, I'll let you know kind of what I saw, I'll give you, you know, a quick uh, re- review of Everything that went on at UFC in Sacramento this this past week, well, this coming weekend. Also, make a quick announcement. I've talked about how the end of the year is coming, and I'm going to be doing a show wrapping up the year 2016. I've already started doing some of my interviews for that show. What's probably going to happen is I'm probably going to have to release a couple shows. Um. We're going to be, you know, wrapping up the year, giving the top five in various categories, such as MMA moments of the year, sports moments of the year, the WTF moments of the year, uh, album of the year, TV series of the year. And I've lined up different interviews. I've already done a couple of them, and I have a few more that I have to uh, conduct sometime 
this week and next week. Uh, just to give you a little preview of some of the people that I've got already lined up, I just completed a conversation with my man Tino Morgan from the Rap Platform podcast. Make sure you go check him out on the rapplatform.com. You can go uh, check out his show. He's got he's got a very good show over there. It's a Miami based hip hop, Miami hip hop based t- I mean, uh, podcast, and he does a great job over there. Uh, me and him. We, you know, two podcasts we decided to link up. We said we were going to collaborate, and I decided to bring him in on this. He's going to give us the 2016 comebacks of the year, his top five. I've got John from the John Effects podcast lined up. What up, John? Mr. John Salvatore. Shout out to the John Effects podcast. I've got my man Quentin from the Critical Dump lined up. What up, Q? What up, the... All y'all over there at the Critical Dump. I got him lined up. He's going to be breaking down the top five sports moments of the year. I have, oh, this this is a guy that, man, I I said it on my intro show. And any time I get a chance, I I let him know how much I appreciate him and and his uh, partner, Andreas Hill. But I was able to line up. My man Kel Dansby from the Corner Podcast over at the Loudspeaker Network. He uh, he's honestly one of the people that helped me get inspired to do this podcast. So I got him lined up. I'm gonna get him to give his top five albums of the year. Might even be able to get him to uh, give him, give us his upsets of the year. We'll we'll see if we can make that happen. And I also got a special another special young lady that inspired me to do this podcast. Young lady by the name of. I mean, maybe you've heard of her before. Maybe, maybe just maybe. I, you know, I've only met her a couple of times, but her name is, uh, I believe it's Takenya. I think I'm saying that right. Takenya from the Takenya Talks podcast. <laughs> yeah, I've got her lined up. She's going to give us the WTF moments of the year. So looking forward to that, that show, doing these interviews, and, and we're going to put that show out the last week of the year. Like I said, it's probably gonna have to be a couple different episodes because um, I got a lot of people lined up. But I want to thank everybody for you know doing these interviews and uh, breaking down their top ten. And we got uh, many, many more guests on top of the ones that I just announced. But I'm looking forward to do- doing that. Editing is gonna be a lot of fun. <laughs> I'm gonna have to find some time to get that done. But hey, when you sign up to do the podcast, you got to put the work in. So, with all that being said, I'm going to go ahead and jump into this conversation with my girl Frances talking about the situation going on in Standing Rock. And Oh, yeah, one more thing. One more thing. Um, I've kind of noticed that <clears throat> doing this show, the show has taken on a very, very serious tone. And I, I think I think John from the John Effects podcast was, was pointing that out. And I, I almost felt like it was almost like a warning. And... You know, I, I'm, a, I'm a fun-loving guy. You know, I, I do take some, you know, stuff seriously. But at the same time, I like to have fun, too. So what I'm going to do is, the beginning of the new year, I'm probably going to, you know, switch things up a little bit on the show. I'm probably going to, you know, lighten up a little bit. Um, <laughs> we're, we're, and, but the thing is, you know, things are definitely going to happen in the year that we're going to have to talk about that are a little bit more serious. So I'm going to try and start the year off. 
a little bit more bright and 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 happy and and have a little bit more fun. Uh, in February, though, I've talked previously about the series of shows I'm going to be doing about the integration of high schools and equipment in Mississippi, which is a serious topic. I'm probably going to do that for Black History Month. Um, I'll start rolling those shows out, you know, in February for Black History Month. And then what I'm planning on doing as well is doing little small snippet episodes. I got a couple ideas on what I want to call it. I'll, I'll keep that to myself for right now until I'm officially going to make that announcement and make it official. But, yeah, like I said, I'm just, I'm just looking at, you know, the list of shows that I've put out. And a lot of them are, like, really, really serious, like especially recently. So we're going to try to lighten things up at the beginning of the year, try to be a little bit more fun. And, you know, not have such heavy topics. So we got that to look forward to. Well, all that being said, let's go ahead and jump into this conversation. Make sure you go check out the show's Facebook page at Allstate No Sizzle on Facebook. Make sure you shoot me a message on Twitter or Instagram. My Twitter and Instagram name is Devin the 63 That's D-E-V-I-N-T-H-E-6-3. You can also email me at asnspodcast at gmail.com like i said make sure you like subscribe follow share repost carrier pigeon smoke signal just let everybody know about the show like i said if you like the show share it with somebody else if you don't like the show let them hear how bad the show is <laughs> 2016 has been a good year 2017 is going to be even better people and the show is going to grow and i thank all of y'all for listening and let's go ahead and jump into this conversation with francis Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a very special episode of All Steak No Sizzle. I have a special guest, a good friend of mine. Her name is Frances. Frances, say hi to the people. Hey, everybody. Uh, the reason why I have you on the show, Frances, and uh, let's just pull the curtain back a little bit. This is the second time we're recording this. Um, <laughs> I, I uh, had a little bit of a technical issue with the, the first recording that we did with uh, Mo. So I had to get you two on the phone separately to re-record our episode. So first, I want to thank you for for jumping on the phone to talk with me about this very important issue. Um, if you listen to the first part of this episode, you hear Mo talking about uh, Standing Rock and the issue that's going on in Dakota. And he referenced a young lady by the name of Francis who put together pro- the protest in Northville, Michigan. And this is who I'm speaking to. So who better to talk to about that protest than the person that put it together? So Francis, first, uh, first question I want to ask you is, how did you get involved in uh, protesting the issues going on at Standing Rock? Well, Devin, I've always been so 
fascinated with things that happen around the world and especially in our own country. And usually I'm one of those people that thinks, oh, no, I would never get involved. I don't want to be getting involved. You get in trouble when you get involved. But this this just hit too close to home. And, it, and the fact that it's going to affect everybody and not just the people of North Dakota, South Dakota, Iowa, Illinois, it's going to affect everyone. Um, so... I had gotten a hold of one of my friends, and I told her, you know, I'd really like to start getting involved more. And she was like, well, why don't you host a protest? And I said, okay, do that. <laughs> <laughs> and it just went from there. Okay. So what what was the... the, the pro, what was your process of deciding what you were going to do, how you were going to do it? Uh, where you were you where you were going to do it? The first protest, um, I only planned it maybe like on a Wednesday, and it happened on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. So um, it was actually like really nerve wracking because I decided to just put it up on Facebook. I was like, you know, I'll just start it with Facebook and see what happens. And I had the support of my friend Kathy. And she said that even if nobody shows up, that the two of us would go out and we would hold up our signs and we would shout, you know, water, you can't drink oil, um, water, glass. And so it was posted on Facebook and I just told people, you know, I took a spot, I thought, you know, I saw a bunch of Trump supporters standing at 8 Mile and Haggerty one day and I was like, you know, that's a really good area to hold a protest. Hmm. Um, very, very open, right off the expressway. A lot of, lot of, lot of traffic. Right. So I posted it on Facebook, and we got nothing. We got a few people interested, but nobody really cared. It seemed. Right. So the day before the protest, I started seeing people that I didn't know become interested, and I was like, "Oh, cool." And, but we still had nobody saying that they were coming with us. And I just told her, I was like, you know, we'll just do it, let's go. And she's like, yeah. And so the day of the protest, the morning of, it's like an hour before we're supposed to be going standing outside. It's freezing cold weather. And I see a, um, I see a going from a person I didn't know. And her name was Hunter. Um, and she showed up and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. She brought her daughter, her son, and her mother. And her daughter a shirt that they had made. Um, and the grandmother and the son were also um, helping the whole time. And then that was probably about a half hour after Kathy and I had been standing out there. And then about 45 minutes later, um, Mohammed showed up with his son. And we realized oh my gosh, we started a movement. Right. So, about the, um, so the, I made up, an, uh, within 24 hours after that protest had ended, I made up another protest for the same spot for a week later, same time, and we had about 50 people, 50 plus people show up. Wow. Because people started sharing the information and we stood there and, you know, we had people standing with their native flags which was amazing to see there was this probably like a 
eight-year-old boy that showed up, and he was holding his native flag in the air. Um, and we just separated into the four corners of Gainwell and Hagerty. And we had some people that were not happy about it. Really? But, yeah, we had the gentleman there um, who, who was holding a water bottle out the window and pointing to it and saying, well, we were drinking fresh water. And I'm, I'm sorry, like, how naive is this old man? Like, come on, dude. Where do you think that water comes from? Right. <laughs> It sure doesn't come from dirt. <laughs> it comes from rivers, rivers that are being polluted by all of these oil pipes. Wow. So, how does that feel to, you know, your first time, you're, you're nervous, you don't know if anyone's going to show up, and you got, I think, uh, most of it was like eight of you there the first time. How does it feel to know that from that first protest, where there, there were a few of you that it grew to, be 50 of you to the point where you could take up all four corners of eight mile and Haggerty. Well, for me, it didn't really matter how many people showed up. I didn't really care. I just, it, for me, it just felt like I needed to put my two cents in and start doing what I felt was good for the mother earth. And with everything that I've been watching and seeing this happening on our planet, I feel like it's time that everybody steps up and starts taking a stand for what they do believe in. And yes, some of these things are not good that people believe in. But if I'm, if I'm just one person, to, and to have it go from eight people to 50 is just amazing. And who knows how big or how many more people would show up. You know, if you keep holding them and keep getting the word out, it's not about, it's not about, it's not about, you know, forcing people to understand what you're showing them. It's about educating people and telling people, hey, I just want to have a five-minute talk with you and tell you what's happening in our country and to bring awareness to everything that's happening with people being terrorized by Morton County Sheriff's Department, by people um, fighting for the right to fresh water and fighting for the right to speak freedom, uh, sorry, for freedom of speech, because that's something that's being taken away by people who protest, is that they're getting put in jail. Right. And it's got to stop. This is supposed to be a free country we live in. It doesn't seem free anymore. I, I agree with you. Um, when I was talking to, to Muhammad earlier today, and, and uh, I, I'll let you, um, I'll, I'll see if I can send you the audio before I put this out. I'm not sure if I'll be able to do it, but it it, it, it was it was a really candid conversation that the two of us had. We were, it, it actually ended up like transitioning from a conversation about what's going on at Standing Rock to just a civil rights conversation at one point, and it, it really is. It's a it's a issue that doesn't just affect water, which is definitely something we we need to live and, and to survive. It doesn't just affect the the Native Americans in Dakota. It affects everybody because if 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 there's 
problems with civil rights going on there, what makes you think it won't happen here or in other communities? What makes you think it won't happen to, you know, black people? Um, well, that's people. what's happening. It already is happening everywhere else. Right. Your freedom is already being taken taken from us, each of us. Like, with the Black Lives Matter, yeah, some of the stuff that all of us do when we go into these uh, protests, some people do start rioting. And yeah, I'm totally against rioting. And when I tell people to come to my protests, I tell them, if you, there will be, I will, oh, if you do any riot or any anything that's inappropriate, I will ask you to leave. And no, you will not be able to come back. And if you show up, I will have you arrested because I don't, I don't put up with that personally. And um, that's one thing that I do with my protests too. I also do contact the law enforcement of the area because right. that's one of the rules. Um, when you hold a protest, there's certain rules that you have to abide by. Right. And one of them is to just um, notify your local police department saying this is where it's happening. We are not using, um, you know, mega. You don't you don't need a permit to protest as long as you follow the Michigan rules. One of the rules is you cannot um, block the view of traffic. You may not um, hold like loud speaking noises like air horns and those megaphones. Right. If you do that, you need a permit. So, um, but like when people are protesting, yeah, sometimes they get up out out there and crazy. But you you have a right to your freedom of speech to protest, and these men and officers and women at um, at these police agencies in North Dakota are arresting people for just standing on public property with a sign. Wow! Just standing there. Well, why why do you think that is? Why do you think they're going to the point of uh, arresting people? They're scared, and they're getting paid. Morton um, County is getting paid by Dapple, and they're um, and Dapple to go to Access Pipeline. They hire their special security, and um, they think that this is going to stop and go away, and that people aren't going to stay at Standing Rock, and they're not going to protest. And honestly, it's, it's just beginning. This is a fight to win. It's not a fight to give up. Nobody's going to back down until these pipelines are stopped, until a lot of things are stopped. It's not just this pipeline. There's pipelines that people are protesting against in Los Angeles, in New York City. There's a pipeline in Michigan. Um, I think it's called, like, the, the Wiki Number 5, mm-hmm. and it's just floating. It's just floating in, um, at that Lake, Mich- uh, not Lake Michigan, in uh, Mackinac. If that pipeline bursts, Michigan holds 23% of all clean water. We're screwed. <laughs> wow. One, one verse. It's a 70-year-old pipe, and it has not been properly, um, what's the word? Uh, properly maintained. Well, it was, yeah, the maintenance on it was not, hasn't been properly done within the past 20, 30 years. So that pipe is just floating in the water. One little one little fish could bunch fly by and puncture it, and there goes our leaks. Wow! And in the conversation I had with Mo, it was, it was kind of like we kind of I kind of realized that it's not a matter of if there's going to be a leak or a burst; it's when it happens. So, right. basically, the one that you're talking about in Mackinac is basically a ticking time bomb, and 
honestly, I didn't know anything about it until um, you and Muhammad brought it to my attention. And, you know, here we are here in the state of Michigan, you know, wondering well, what's going on over there in Dakota while we got a ticking time bomb right here in our own backyard. Right. So, the, you know what's really sad? What's is that? that the people in Dakota, um, they, um, a couple of the elders actually came to Lansing a few weeks ago, and they were holding a um, water protector ceremony there. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know Mohammed was there, I was there, and my friend Kathy was there. And they were the ones that brought it to light for all of us. They were the ones that said, we're sitting in an oil pipe in our, in our lakes. And I was like, what? No. I was like, they wouldn't put a stupid oil pipe through Michigan. Like, who would do that? That'd be dumb. We have 23% of, you know, fresh water. But it's there. You can Google it. Wow. And and it just amazed me that they cared about us. It's like people from out of state do care about us. They do care about our mother nature. They care about what happens to our children and our children's children and our children's children's children, you know, like. Right. And, and these big oil companies, they don't care about our future. They care about their money. They're so, they're so money hungry, you know, and it's like, They'd rather destroy the earth and have us all living in spaceships than trying preserving what we have left and protect it. Wow. And you said uh, basically it, it seems stupid to put pipelines through Michigan, seeing as how there's so much water here. We, we supply, like you said, about 23% of the country's water. We are the largest supplier of water. But it seems to me that the more important thing is supplying oil, which we can't drink. We can't, you know, farmland off of, off of oil. So it, one of my favorite quotes is by a comedian, George Carlin. It says, never underestimate the power of stupidity. So <laughs> the fact that people are like backing the oil companies and, and, like you said, a guy was driving by holding up a bottle of water, you know, saying like, look, water, I got it. It lets you know like how, I don't want to call them stupid, but how much like lack of education and lack of understanding there is going on in, in our country right now about what, what's going on. And it, it's, good, it's good that there's people like you that are trying to raise awareness and people like you and Muhammad and others that are trying to raise awareness for it. Well, people don't want to see it. That's a problem. It's, we live in a world where, like, all these parents and everybody, they just, they don't, if they don't see it, they don't believe it type deal. Right. But it, this is happening, and regardless of what they do or do not see, our water, our livelihood, our earth is at risk. And we're the ones that are poisoning it. Right. We can't really just, we can't honestly just blame these big oil companies. We really need to blame us as a people living in a world where we just take and take and take. And if we're not properly teaching like our children, and especially adults that don't listen, which is everybody nowadays mostly, right. it's just going to keep getting worse. You know? And, it's just, it's upsetting for me to hear that people, you know, 
they just, well, you know, it's not going to burst or it'll take, it could burst in the process of them building it. (laughs) Right. I mean, not, not literally, but like they could miss a crack and it could be leaking within the first day that this oil starts running through this pipeline that's going through North Dakota and South Dakota. And what's really sad is like over 60% of the oil isn't even going to us. It's going to be shipped overseas to like China. So what is that really doing for us? Right. We're going to, our prices will drop by a penny. So these other, these oil companies can be raking in the big bucks here. That, That doesn't help us. This isn't helping anybody. And if you look it up, it actually does say in there that um, this is going to a shipyard. Why does it need to go to a shipyard if the oil's coming to us? Right. Does that make sense? Not at all. <laughs> no. Hmm. It, because it's getting shipped overseas. So that's what the fight is. They keep saying, oh, it's more a pipeline is safer than driving it through trucks and everything. But... If it, it really is so much safer, then why do we keep seeing all of these pipelines bursting? All of these pipelines contaminating our water. It's just, it's disturbing. I don't want my children to be drinking oil and pop and juice the rest of their lives. They can't even drink juice because uh, technically, unless, unless it's like fresh fruit juice, they can't drink it. Like, it comes from water. Yeah, but if... if uh... If that contaminated water gets in the soil, you can't even drink the juice because it won't produce fruit the right way. Right, Right, because the plants are sucking it up, putting it into their fruit. Right. And then, so here, let me eat this apple and take a bite into it. And, mmm, what a wonderful black apple I'm (laughs) eating here. You know, I remember uh, (laughs) remember about a year ago, I was watching a... video on Facebook and I want to say it was in Montana is either Montana or it might have been Dakota a guy was uh I guess he lived near what's that sorry you always say Dakota there's a North Dakota and a South Dakota Devin we have to care <laughs> I'm sorry they're both the same to me Dakota but, <laughs> but no you're right North Dakota but um yeah I guess he lived near oil field or where they were doing fracking or something like that and the guy he, he turned on his water faucet and he took a lighter and he literally lit the water on fire and like I'm, yeah I'm, i've seen that I'm, I'm watching that and i'm like uh that's not good <laughs> i mean how how does that happen and like when when you hear situations about, about like standing right now. You understand how things like this happen because we're contaminating the water. What's really sad is that these companies don't care, though. Well, but Tyler Warren doesn't care that the water is going to be polluted, and I, I really want somebody to like walk up to his house and start sticking contaminated water and just piling it everywhere in front of his house, water bottles. Containers, cups, jugs, everything. And I want to see his face when they start throwing them at him because of the fact that that's what he's doing to the water. So we just need to share the love and share it all in Kelsey because he's the one that doesn't seem to care about it. Wow. 
And, and another thing uh, that I wanted to talk to you about was the fact that, and I, I talked with this about Mo. Honestly, I, I didn't really know a lot about what was going on until I, I really want to say a little bit before, after you started, you know, posting about what was going on. And apparently this has been going on for a while. And it seemed to be a lack of um, major media coverage about this situation. And I, I guess you could say, you know, because the election was going on that, you know, maybe it wasn't top of mind. But I don't know if you have like a major protest and you have uh, people from all around the country coming to, you know, Dakota to, to protest and they're out in the freezing cold, you know, standing up against this corporation. That seems like big news to me. So why do you feel that there's not. It really wasn't a major news network out there covering this story for a long time. Well, we had anyway, we had the little independent ones, like the T.I. Perks was one of the um, independent news people that were out there and posting, posting, <laughs> posting, <laughs> posting proper in, um, information. Um, honestly, I feel like a lot of the companies, they don't care. CNN is finally, finally, and NBC is now too, right. is finally coming to terms with the fact that this is what's going on and this is what people want to hear about. Um, Kathy and I, we actually took the liberty of calling um, several news places in Michigan and telling them, you know, we want to see this. And they were like, well, with the election going on, that's all that we're really showing. No, we all know that. This is just as important as the election, right? Because Donald Trump has um, stock in the pipeline, and Hillary Clinton. We don't know if she does or not. I I haven't I haven't really gotten into that much. Right. Um, but at all of these um, huge, you know, oh, we're going to go and broadcast Trump's speeches and Hillary's speeches. Neither one of them spoke at all about anything that's having its standing knock. Bernie Sanders is the only person who has ever stepped forward and brought up, this is what's happening in North Dakota. This is what Obama needs to do to stop this. Yeah, he was he was and, out there at, uh, at one point, wasn't he? Obama? No, uh, Bernie Sanders. Oh, Bernie Sanders. Um, I don't believe he ever went to Standing Rock. But um, I do know that he gave a speech about three weeks ago in um, Washington. Okay. About about it, it was right after. Um, it was right after the election. It was like that same weekend of the election. Okay. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, that, that's the one I remember seeing. I thought he might have been out there. So. And he is the only one that's taken any interest. And what's really sad is, like, during, um, he was all for Hillary. And I'm, I don't tell people who I did or did not vote for or that would have, would have voted for or nothing. But I watched uh, one of, um, I watched a few Donald Trump speeches, and I only watched, like, one Hillary speech. And I was just disgusted by the fact that somebody in the audience, when Bernie was up there talking before Hillary, Somebody yelled, um, get rid of the black snake or um, stand to standing rock and Bernie, Bernie Sanders says, right on. 
not even a minute or two later, Hillary is up there talking. Uh-huh. And she disregarded the whole thing. She didn't even talk about it. Yeah, Hillary... Um... Yeah, she has a little bit of a history of doing that because uh, there was some. She had a situation like that with some Black Lives Matter protesters, and she completely blew them off and di- didn't even acknowledge them. While same happened with Bernie Sanders, and you know Bernie sat there and talked with him and and had a little conversation with him. So, I mean, I'm still hashtag Bernie Sanders. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also Bernie. Right. So um, now that now that there's there's some news coverage uh, on this situation, um, recently there was a group of, of veterans that went to Black Rock and and joined in the protest. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I said Black Rock, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> That's because you said Black Lives Matter a few minutes ago. Right. Um, went to Standing Rock. To uh, aid in the protest, uh, how much how much do you know about about this situation with the the veterans joining the the, the water protesters? Well, I honestly don't know a lot, but that's mostly because um they they're getting hit by a snowstorm right now, Ooh. so there isn't that much happening at Sandy Rock. They are trying to evacuate um, non natives from the area because a lot of people are camping in tents right now mm-hmm. and it's it's like 23 degrees below zero there and it's just it's not safe for people to be camping in tents unless they have like a winterized heated tent right um so i do know the veterans showed up this past weekend um they made a human shield but there wasn't much happening other than that because of the fact that the winter weather had hit um, so many of the people are just taking shelter at the high school. Um, a lot of them are at the casinos. Um, I know that they, the veterans are heading to another protest, but I, that information has not been um, announced publicly, like where they're going or anything really. Okay. Well, when we, when we recorded uh, the first time, <laughs> our first attempt at uh, getting this done, um, that day, some, some very big news uh, broke while, actually, while we were uh, in the middle of recording. Um, can, you, can you talk about what that, that news was and, and what the impact of that was? Okay, so uh, we had found out that the Army Corps engineers denied DAPL the right to dig under the Missouri River. The Osakti River, I believe, is what they call it. Um, Unfortunately, you know, that that was great news. That was great news. Right. But it was only it was only happy news for a moment. It's not something that we can really say was amazing news. Amazing news would have been Obama saying you may not build this pipe. Um because Dapple has decided to take the fifty thousand dollars a day um <laughs> well, they decided that they're still gonna dig, regardless of what the Corps of Engineers say. So they're getting fined $50,000 a day, every day that they dig. Hmm. Um, they're not going to stop. Kelsey Warren will not let them stop. They, He's willing to risk his job in the stupid pipeline and the lives of people just 
for money and greed. Because he, you know, he probably has like six extensions, and you know, with another fifty more. <laughs> well, and then here's the but, thing. Here's the thing too. Fifty thousand dollars a day is for a corporation that's kicking out all this money. You know, more, they're kicking out millions to you know fight the protesters. Fifty thousand dollars a day is not a lot of money to them. So it's it's pennies to them. And it sounds to me like, you know, maybe after, basically if things go their way after uh, they get that pipeline in, like I said, this is just speculation on my part. You know, maybe they'll have to deal with some, you know, congressional hearings or some some uh, legal problems and maybe he loses his job. But it sounds to me like he'll he'll land just fine. He'll be safe. What what a country we live in, huh? Well, we don't live in a free country. I, I wish the world um, could see that. Wow. So so with, with we go to war with the worst country. Like we live in America. America's stupid. Like America is built on money. It's supposed to be built on you know, um, our God, God, and everything. But it's like. Um, that's why they say one nation under God. But it's not. Because if these people really were like our government and if they really followed the rules, <laughs> we would not be in, you know, debt. Billions, trillions, what are we in debt with? Like billions of dollars. Right. How do you, like how is our country, like our country is so well known for being, you know, great. <sighs> it's just, I can't even talk about it. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll, I'll say to you the same thing I said to Mo, and I, I said this the last time we talked. Um, these poets, known as the Wu Tang Clan, has some very wise words, and it's called "cream." Cash rules everything around me. So, it, so our country is is based on money. It's, you know, it's all about getting money by any means necessary. Right. And it, it takes people like you and like Mo and um, and the protesters out there at Standing Rock, not Black Rock, Standing Rock, and uh, <laughs> and the people that are standing up for injustices all around the, the country to you know change that to to bring light what what is being done. Well, the problem is is that people still that that's the problem, though, like. Injustices are being done, but there's so many people that don't care. Oh, it's not going to affect me. It will affect you. Right. And anybody who has a child or wants to have children, it's going to affect your children. Your children are going to have to live with this the rest of their lives and their children's children. I mean, personally, be, you know, I'm... I don't have kids or anything, but right. I, really, I don't know if I want to have kids anymore, knowing that this type of stuff is continuously going on in our world. People are building pipelines for money, and they're going to try and let them continue passing, and when it pollutes our water, you want me to have a kid and give my child this water that's contaminated and watch my child suffer? Right. Why would I, why would I do that? Like... I- no, I, I completely understand because I, I think about I think about some of the same things. Like I, I don't have kids myself, but 
I, all the time, I think like, would I want to bring a child into um, this world with? The answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. And and that's sad. Like you know, growing you know growing up, everybody said you know, uh, if you if you live the American way, you know, you get your your nice house and a family, you get your two kids and the picket fence and a nice little dog and everything, and everything is peachy king, But that that American dream, I, I don't see it. The way things are going right now, I don't I don't see it. So he's, he's writing that, and honestly, I I, I can see. I, I this is almost like they they know if the protesters win this one, it's like okay, what's next? Are you know people that are protesting, you know, police brutality? Are they going to win next? Is it going to you know empower them? Is this going to empower people that are protesting? You know, um, building a wall in Mexico. It's not about having power. It's about love. And it's about showing love and being gracious and giving people what they need. We don't need this pipeline to survive. Kelsey Warren might need it. Donald Trump might need it because they just want money and greed. But if you're looking at us as a nation, we don't need this pipeline. We don't need to have all of this money hungry people leading us. What we need is just to continue to love each other and respect each other. We need people to stand up. This sounds so bad, Devin. It makes me sound like a horrible person. (laughs) (laughs) But we need people to stand up against the police and we need these policemen to be properly trained so that they cannot do what they're doing. To people, these people at the Morton County Sheriff's Department, I go on their Facebook all the time. And the lies that I read, I am baffled. And half the time I end up starting a Facebook fight with somebody who I have never met before in my life. Right. Just trying to knock some sense into them. 
And in the end of it, I just usually tell them to F off because <laughs> they're dumb. And you're not seeing the consequences that is happening. But we're just ending up killing each other in the end. If, if Kelsey warns and kills with the pipe, somebody else is going to. And it's going to be over the fact that, oh, well, we want more oil. We want more money from the U.S. Oh, we want more of this. It's like, how do you, you can't stop this unless the people start getting properly trained to love. You know, and there's a lot of bad people out there. And I'm not saying that you have to love them, but I'm saying, you know. Respect their existence. Maybe. Hmm? Respect their existence, at least. Right. I, I don't I mean, know. I'm not going to love, I'm not going to love the rapist. <laughs> Hell no. But. I, I, I don't know if you, uh, you watch Saturday Night Live at all. No, I haven't really watched it. Okay. Well, they, they have. I watched it with Lynn Well, they have a little segment on there called Weekend Update. And, uh, basically it's like a. They, they tell the news, but it's like a parody of the news. And one of the guys on there named is Michael Che. He's a, he's a really funny comedian. I've seen him live before. He's really funny. And he just came out with a comedy special on Netflix. And he, <laughs> he explains something, I think, in the most simplest terms. And I think if anybody watches it, they'll be able to finally understand what's, what's being talked about. He was talking about Black Lives Matter. And the way he put it, I think maybe people actually listen to what he's saying. They can finally understand what is actually being said. He said, it's controversial to say black lives matter. Not not better, just matter. You know, we just matter. matter. That's all. Matter. <laughs> you know, not better, just matter. It's, it's wrong to say we matter at all matter he just kept saying it like that and it's like if you really think listen to what he's saying it's like we it, it just want to matter <laughs> we're fighting for he was like civil rights we don't we don't you know want more rights we don't want better rights we just want the same just treat us civil like equal rights we just want equal rights <laughs> civil rights just just treat us civilly treat us like people and that's basically all all this comes back to is just let's treat everybody like people and what do people need? Food and water. <laughs> That's true. Wow. A happy person can live off of food and water. <laughs> Hello. Oh, I thought you were about to say something. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I silent for a minute. Uh, I, I thought you were about to say something. I didn't want to interrupt. Seven, seven. Devin. Bueller. Forget your line. Bueller. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote a, a, a post the other day. The next time it was dead silent in the room, saying, Did you forget your line? <laughs> uh, just so you know, I'm going to keep this part in. Um, uh, so, uh, we'll go ahead and uh, start winding this down. Um, do you have any? Do you have anything else planned uh, as far as like your activism? Any more protest or? I'm planning another one. Um, it'll be after the holidays. I think I discussed with you last time, December seventh or January seventh. That's my birthday. Um, huh? So that's my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Well, thank you. I mean, a month. <laughs> 
early, but <laughs> happy early birthday. I'll take it. Um, yeah, it, it's not for sure yet, though. Um, <laughs> I have a lot going on right now, so I'm just waiting for everything to calm down before I officially announce this January 7th. Okay. Um, but I hold all my protests on Sundays because Saturdays people, um, a lot of people just are busy on Saturday. You know, it's the first day of the weekend and they just kind of want to relax. Sunday is kind of like a chill day and there's not a lot of things happening on Sundays anymore, especially after the holidays. So, um, I'm aiming for uh, January 7th and, um, do I have a location yet? That always in the works. So it probably will not be, though, at a mile and hazard because it's fun to switch it up and move move around so other people in the air, in different areas can join in. Okay. How can uh, people find out about when you're going to schedule your protest and, you know, follow follow your movement? They'll be, they'll be able to look it up. Um, I, I make all of my protests um, stand with Standing Rock. That's what the event will be called, and it'll be public once I um, post it. Um, you just Google, you can look up my name, Francis Diane, on Facebook, and um, or events in the area, uh-huh. and it'll show events all around um, the Metro Detroit area, and it'll be, it's usually always in there. At least, I always, I always Google my events to make sure they're showing up, so. Okay. Yeah, um yeah, definitely keep me posted and I'll uh make some announcements and I'll uh repost and make sure the people know when whenever you have anything going on. Well, thank you Francis for being on the show. I really appreciate you coming on and uh informing us and letting the listeners know about the situation going on at Standing Rock. Before I let you go, were there any closing statements that you had or any, you know, last bits of information you wanted to share with the listeners? Oh, okay. Um, you know, just everybody keep keep um, protesting, keep going out there. Please, please keep sharing and spreading the correct information. And there's a lot of misleading things out there on the Internet and, um, and a lot of posts. And I always have people, people send me a lot of this stuff, and I'm like, no, this is not real. Yes, this is true. Um if, you ever, if anybody has any questions, you can also contact me, call me. Well, don't call me because I have a full-time job. But <laughs> email me <laughs> if right. you have any questions or anything. So, um, it's, or just Facebook message me, Francis Diane. That's easier. Okay. Just Facebook message me. All right, cool. All right, well, thank you, Francis Diane, for uh, joining me on the show for the second time. <laughs> Once again, I want to thank Francis for joining us on the show and uh, giving us a lot of great information and a very, very uh, deep and much needed conversation. I appreciate her activism. I appreciate her coming on the show and uh, sharing her activism with everybody. Uh, Once again, if you want to get in contact with her and find out more information about what's going on and, you know, keep abreast of whenever she's going to have another protest here in the metro detroit area hit her up on her facebook page at francis diane um and once again she's going to be performing this weekend 
at the Caustic Center in Farmington Hills, Michigan. The Christmas concert is called Do You Hear What I Hear? $15, people. Go ahead and check it out. You know, it's a good time, good Christmas music. Like I said, Farmington Hills, Michigan, December 16th and 17th at 8 p.m. at the Caustic Center. Tickets are $15 at the door. Go ahead and check her out. Make sure you follow the show on Facebook. Just type in All Steak No Sizzle in your search bar and the page will pop right up. You can follow me on Twitter at Devin the 63. That's D-E-V-I-N-T-H-E-6-3. And you can shoot me an email at asnspodcast at gmail.com. Let's go ahead and continue this conversation about Standing Rock and the Dakota Access Pipeline. If you have any questions for me, if you want to get information about the concert that Francis is having this weekend, like I said, hit her up at Francis Diane, or you can hit me up and I'll definitely relate the info back to you. So, that being said, people, thank you for listening to the show. Like I said, we have some great things coming up for the end of the year and some more lighthearted, fun, and jovial, bright and sunny days in uh, 2017. So, <laughs> so make sure you listen, like, subscribe, share, repost, carrier prison, email, snail mail, um, burn this episode to a CD and give it to your auntie and your, your grandma, somebody. Just share the show with everybody else. And those of you that have been supportive of the show over these, what, 13 episodes? Really 14, but 13 episodes. I really, really appreciate you. Special shout out to Marky. Shout out to all the people over there in the pod fam. And, you know, I meant to say this in my intro. I'm going to go ahead and say this real quick. John Effects Podcast. Thank you. Thank you, John Salvatore, so much for all the support that you've shown me. John Salvatore is going to be on the year-end wrap-up show. Thank you to the Critical Dump for all the support you've shown me. Quentin's going to be on the, the year-end wrap-up show. To Kenya Talks, my niece, all the support you've shown me. She's going to be on the wrap-up show. Shout-out to the rapplatform.com. Go check out the Rap Platform show, people. Uh, like I said, it's a Miami hip-hop-based TV show, but excuse me, not TV show, podcast, but they do a great job down there. Go check him out. He's good. My man Tino Morgan from the Rap Platform is going to be on our year-end wrap-up show. Shout-out to the rest of the fam, the Too Uncool podcast. I finally got a chance to listen to you guys. Great show. Great show. <laughs> I had a little interaction with man Glenn. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed that show. Podcast Brothers, I'm working my way down the list. Like I said, I got a long flight to California, so I'm definitely going to go through and listen to the rest of the shows in the Pi Fam. But thank you all for accepting me as a member of the Pi Fam. You know, it, I, I, I don't even know how to, to really, really put it in words of how much I really appreciate that. I'm just a dude, started a podcast. You know, y'all accepted my niece into the fam, and then y'all accepted me as well. I, I appreciate y'all, man. I really do. And. Like I said, 2016 has been a very good year. 2017 is going to be better because we all going to win. So spread the hashtag, y'all. Hashtag we all win. Shout out to the fam. Shout out to my man Tino Morgan over at therapplatform.com. Shout out to Kel Dansby from The Corner at Loudspeakers Network. Thank you, man, for your inspiration. And thank you for doing the year-end wrap-up show too, man. I really appreciate you. So with all that being said, people, y'all have a great weekend. I'll holler at y'all next week. Until then, peace.